With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Podcast, all things Cleveland sports, with your host, John Suchan. And good evening and welcome to a late night edition of the Johnny Cleveland podcast. How is everybody on this great, glorious Saturday night? If you're watching us, we are live coming to you on YouTube, on the X, and on Facebook. Yes, I thought it would be fun to do a late night edition of our wonderful Johnny Cleveland show, part of the Fanatical Elves Network. Glad to have you on board. Maybe you're watching some college football. We've got the late game starting right now. I'm watching the tail end of the LSU-Mississippi State game. Um, right now, they're actually showing highlights of Alabama taking the early lead over Mississippi State. We aren't here to talk about college football. We're here to talk about the Cleveland Browns. Yes, there's a big, big game coming up tomorrow. Yes, indeed. 11 o'clock. No, at 1 o'clock. We'll be on at about 11 o'clock, 11.30 to do our pregame show with the Fanatical L's. We'll have our Any Given Sunday pregame show. We'll have uh, Steve Gill joining us and hopefully a few of our other colleagues uh, on that show. So make sure you tune in, join us. 
again, we are just thoroughly happy that you guys are tuning into our podcasting on Apple, on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn, any of those main platforms. Just tune into us, follow, subscribe, and you won't miss a beat. Right. You like the music in the background? I don't know if you guys can hear that or not. I can hear it through my headphones, but um, so the Brownies, yes, they have a big game, big game tomorrow. Week four, we are playing the Ratbirds. That's right. The Baltimore Ravens. I refer to them more like the Ratbirds because that's what they are. They're a bunch of damn Ratbirds and we don't like them at all. The city, the town stole or art model stole the Browns and took them to Baltimore back in 1995. And I will never forgive Art Modell or Baltimore or those damn Ratbirds for doing that. It's a big game tomorrow for lots of other reasons. The Brownies have a lot, you know, going into this game. They have most of their guys are there. They're ready to, to play a great game. Not a lot of injuries, except like it's only been in the last 48 hours that this has kind of gained some uh, um, momentum. Deshaun Watson, yes, that Deshaun Watson, the Browns quarterback, has some type of shoulder situation. And earlier in the week, it really wasn't talked about very much, but in the last couple of days, especially today now, He's listed as questionable, and if you follow anything on social media, you will find that there is a plethora of variety (laughs) of opinions on what's going to happen tomorrow. I believe the kid's going to play tomorrow. I think this is a bunch of smoke screens and whatnot. People are trying to throw that out there maybe to give, I don't know, Baltimore the sense of what what to prepare for. Obviously, it would be a lot easier if they did not have Deshaun Watson, but he'll play tomorrow. And I would be shocked if uh, he sits. We'll talk more about that on our pregame show. But that, you know, he hurt his shoulder. I'm not quite sure which play it was in the first part of that game. I think he kind kind of tweaked it. Obviously, as Browns fans... We know too much about shoulder injuries. A one Baker Mayfield ruined his pretty much his career um, when he decided to tackle the Houston Texan player several seasons ago and basically ruined that that rest of that season. Um, We'll see. We will see. Um, It's not. A great sign when a quarterback, (laughs) any quarterback, suffers some sort of shoulder injury because you need your shoulder to throw the damn ball. And for us, for us Browns fans, it's got all of us a little bit, a little nervous. I'm, I'm, I'm predicting that he's going to play tomorrow. But again, based on all of our things that we know about shoulder injuries and what we've seen in the past... It is a little bit nerve-wracking. Baltimore is a dirty, dirty team. They they stink. They are a bunch of, 
you know, guys that just want to get out there and hurt you. I don't think their coach, I don't think their team has much respect for the Brownies, even though the Browns did beat them and have beaten them a couple, many more times in recent history. Baltimore does hold a pretty significant um, season or series lead on the Browns since they Browns returned back in 1999 and had to play against what their former team was, which is a, just a crime that that still is something that we, you know, talk about. Some people don't like that. Some younger folks, other, other fans that don't, aren't really aren't from here fans and um, beat writers and uh, national pundits who uh, maybe even write about the Browns that don't live here in Cleveland and don't live here in Ohio. They don't really understand they, they might live some other part of the country and they might be rooting on the Browns, but they don't really understand what the Brown fan base that was here truly went through. Truly. Now, you know, I was in Kansas those years, so I was actually out of, out of the state at, at the time that the Browns were, you know, taken from us by Baltimore and Art Modell. And the real, real shame. Yeah, you know, the fact is, I was born and raised here in Ohio, and I think unless you were really from this area, born and raised, uh, grew up a, a diehard, or maybe you lived out of state and you had family that was both from Ohio, or you know, maybe you had a parent that was from Ohio. I, I can understand that, um, and and the significance of you. You probably get that, and being a Browns fan. Anyway, just a shame. Just a shame. So we we have. Um, you know, a lot of history. And so I think that's why this, this game coming up tomorrow, it's, it's one that I always, you know, it's significant, you know, this, this game, the the games against Pittsburgh, those are the, what the Browns rivals are now, you know, Cincinnati, you know, that's the state of Ohio battle of Ohio thing. You know, the only thing reason it's got in that is because of Joe Schmo. I mean, if it weren't for Joe Burrow being there, uh, we wouldn't be talking about Cincinnati very much. Yes, Cincinnati made it to the Super Bowl. Yes, yes. We all know that. Did they win the Super Bowl? No. Are they going to go back to the Super Bowl? No. They got kind of lucky that year. Not going to happen. Now, as Browns, we got to get to the Super Bowl. And we got to do it pretty pretty quick. So there's a lot to be ready for tomorrow. We're, you know, we're going to talk about it in our pregame. But, you know, as a, as a loyal fan myself, it's just, you know, I'm I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm ready to see what the Browns do tomorrow. I think that Browns defense has been so damn solid, right? You know, Jim Schwartz is going to kind of just let them play. And after watching Miles Garrett pretty much toy with both Tennessee and the Bengals a couple weeks before, I can't even fathom what Miles is going to do in this game. I think part of the biggest reason that the Browns defense, and we've talked about this in the Fanatical Elf show with Steve and Elliot, is that the Browns have really, on the defensive side of the ball, have really found an identity early. They have centered around collectively you know, boosting up one another. I think Jim Schwartz is really promotes celebrations and, and ex- getting excited after big plays and those things. You can see that the Browns players are doing things that we haven't 
seen as a fan base in God knows how long, right? It's been significant amount of time since you genuinely see these guys jumping up and down, giving high fives, dancing. I mean, it's it's a, almost a little bit over the top. But as Browns fans, we don't we're not used to that, and so it's a breath breath of fresh air, and something that hopefully we'll continue to uh, be used to it. They um, could do some really good things tomorrow. I guess this is one of those big games where it's week four and we're two and one. Now the Browns have been two and one with Kevin Stefanski, steady Eddie in other moments prior to this, but this is an opportunity to go three wins before the bye, And then you get to wait and play San Francisco rest up and be prepared to go potentially against a Super Bowl opponent in the San Francisco 49ers. Ooh, That'd be a nice preview, right? It'd be pretty cool. So there's a lot, a lot going into this game. I think Baltimore has, quite frankly, they. I don't think they're that that good of a team. I think yes, they got off to a decent start, but have gotten to play the Houston Texans, and I can't even remember who they beat in game two. They they lost to Indianapolis last week in a home game that, quite frankly, they should have won, but they 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 blew it. So. Um, okay, let's pause for a break. This is the Johnny Cleveland podcast, part of Fans First Sports Network and part of our Fanatical Elves Network. We will be right back, folks. We're going to go pay the bills. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, we are back here on the Johnny Cleveland podcast, part of the Fanatical Elves Network and Fans First Sports Network. Hey, did you check out our TikTok? Yeah, I put out a TikTok earlier this evening. Gave you a little early prediction on the Cleveland Browns versus Baltimore Ravens. Go check that out. I did predict that the Browns are going to win, but maybe you can go check to see if the what the what the final score would be. The uh, over under. I think it's like 40.5 and I think the Browns are two and a half point favorites to three point favorites. So my money is on our, our brownies tomorrow and can't wait to start, uh, get ready for that game. Tune in again to the fanatical elves network. We'll have a new episode out right before the game tomorrow for our pregame show. We should have a postgame show as well tomorrow afternoon after the game. So check back with us on that. We've been throwing out, Great content this last couple of weeks. We had the Browns breakdown with our new rising podcaster, Sam Britton, down there in uh, the Texas area. He he loves the Brownies, and he had a great show earlier today. We've had other shows in the this week. Steve Gill with the Dog Pound South. Um, we've got What the Elf Was That with Joel. Joel brought on one of his former college roommates, the his former quarterback at the college he used to play for, so tune into that. Uh, we've uh, had a, uh, the uh, Browns Rockin' Show and 
uh, the Browns blitz with Rod Bloom. Rod Bloom's, uh, I think, daughter is getting married this weekend. So congratulations to Rod and his family on that. So I wanted to just touch base on one final topic before we let you go. This is more of a personal, um, not a, well, it's a personal situation I've been dealt with, with the, uh, our, I write for Ohio or Northeast Ohio sports insiders. And I wanted to give you a little story on the Cleveland Browns, because this is uh, kind of not necessarily caught me off guard, but as an older fan and Browns fans, you might be listening and you know, you've had your own experiences with the Cleveland Browns as a fan. And hopefully most of those experiences have been pretty good. But as an older fan, as I am, and I've watched the Browns since the late seventies, when you start watching the team, when you're a kid, you know, you have that, you know, image or that mindset that the way this team is sort of like superhuman and it's beyond the scope of really understanding that like there's this, there are these football players and they play on this pro football team and it's so ginormous. I can always remember going to the Browns games when I was a younger child and going to the old municipal stadium and the first experiences, you might remember those experiences as a kid, you walk in and you've watched games on TV all those years uh, for several years prior, maybe as a younger kid. And then you go to your first game. And I think the first thing, and if you walk in the municipal, the old municipal stadium was that municipal stadium was just so ginormous that when you actually saw where the players played on the football field, the field itself really didn't feel that big it was almost small um until you get down on the field and you see that you know the, the length of it but when you have a a huge stadium surrounding it with seventy thousand seats it gives you a different perspective it's a little bit like watching if you go to the grand canyon and you and the football field will look like a little speck at the bottom of the grand canyon okay so i get this is you know are my experiences and probably maybe some of yours have had the same. So you have this sort of image of what the team is going to be like. And now as an older uh, guy, you know, we do these podcasts and, and we're having fun doing those and we want to provide content that uh, brings you back and entertain you, entertains you, the, the listener. And we love that because we love our Browns. We love rooting for the, this team that we rooted for since we were kids. But one thing happened this week, very disheartening. And if uh, anybody from the Cleveland Browns organization ever decides that they want to tune into the Johnny Cleveland podcast on the Fanatical L's network, I'd love for them to uh, uh, get back with us and, and let us know what, what, what they think. Because I, as I said, I write for Northeast Ohio Sports Insiders, a wonderful group. And many of you, maybe many, some of you who listen, maybe have heard of Northeast Sports or Northeast Ohio Sports Insiders. Let me tell you a little backstory about it. Matt Lodi uh, began the site. Matt Lodi is a pretty uh, was a pretty popular um, sports personality up in the Cleveland area for several many years, and he was well respected by the community. He also wrote, I think, wrote for Sports Illustrated and did some things. Well, he started this website, this Northeast Ohio Sports Insiders. And unfortunately, a couple of years ago, Matt passed away. And if you live in the Cleveland area, you may have heard his backstory and and the and what he went through and, and his with his cancer. And um, it was, I think, I remember watching a story told by uh, Channel 8, WJW. I think John Telich um, uh, was part of that uh, story. Anyway... 
that site now has been brought up by Natalie Turk, who was a writer for them and then knew Matt. And uh, Natalie has done an amazing job of running this um, wonderful uh, media group that they provide high school coverage every week of football games across the area, including, you know, all over Northeast Ohio. I cover some games down here in the Columbus, Ohio area. Um, they cover, uh, we have credentialed at uh, sporting events, including the um, Columbus Clippers, the Columbus Crew, the Ohio State Buckeyes, the Cleveland Guardians. Hello, the Cleveland, you know, former Indians, Guardians now, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. So we are uh, well respected in Northeast Ohio. And they, we were trying to get, um, make, you know, so we would be credentialed. I write a lot for this Northeast Ohio Sports Insiders about the Cleveland Browns. And maybe you've read some of my material. And I've been doing this for quite a long time for their uh, media group. And we tried to get the credentials through uh, to the Browns. And, and the Browns were asking Natalie to do many things to provide information and um, thorough amount of information. And we thought a week and a half or two, well, actually we saw it before the season started that everything was good to go and that I would be credentialed and as part of the uh, uh, media uh, show there and I'd be there in, in attendance, uh, credentialed and, and following the Browns and giving updates and uh, providing good coverage uh, back to you, the fans and the listeners via our writings. Well, unfortunately, the Browns kept uh, pushing things off and we're not uh, getting back to Natalie um, not communicating and we're ignoring uh, communi uh, communicating back to us. In the end, about a week ago, she did make contact again and then they asked her to do a couple other extra things to provide information. And then this week we were given announcements that we were not credentialed because supposedly, and I will read this from the Browns organization. This is from the Cleveland Browns uh, telling us why we were not credentialed. And the, in, the, in, this, um, in their uh, email back to us, they say, per our team policy, which I'm assuming is the Cleveland Browns policy, particularly due to high demand, the Browns do not provide credentials to independently owned and operated media groups, including blogs, podcasts, etc. Now, keeping in mind that that this uh, Northeast Ohio Sports Insiders has been credentialed before by the Browns over the years, and they are currently credentialed by the Cleveland Guardians, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Columbus Crew, the Ohio State Buckeyes, the Columbus Clippers, just to name a few. So that was their team policy. Now, Natalie Turk is trying to get back to uh, get more information from the Cleveland Browns organization. So we'd like to hear back from the Cleveland Browns themselves. And uh, hopefully if the Cleveland Browns are listening, they would provide more updates and um, provide further explanation of why Northeast Ohio Sports Insiders was not credentialed uh, for the upcoming. They did say this is for the upcoming season um it the earlier sentence they had also said that we do not anticipate being able to provide any credentialed access or interviews to northeast ohio sports insiders for the 2023 season ah very disheartening you know as a browns fan i will continue to be a supporter of the cleveland browns 
love my Browns, but as a lifelong fan and as somebody who has uh, seen many things over the years, it is very disheartening that the Browns organization uh, decides that they want to um, share that. And, you know, it's at, it's at their discretion. But the, the, the struggle here is that the Browns organization, prior to coming out with this statement to our media group, said that or made uh, our, our, my colleague, Natalie, go through many, jump through many extra hoops. To, and if they weren't intending, because we are, because we are a independently owned and operated media group, then they should not have required Natalie or our organization to go jump through those extra hoops. And that's really um, not good business. And uh, hopefully the Browns will correct that and and get it fixed. So Browns, if you're listening, we'd love uh, some further explanation. Uh, for our Northeast Ohio Sports Insiders group, a great group of um, colleagues, a great group of dedicated workers who cover a lot of sports in Northeast Ohio. So check them out at, I think it's neosi.com. All right, folks, I hope you all have a great night. It's a late night Saturday. We look forward to uh, joining you tomorrow morning again with our pregame show for the Brownies on our any given Sunday kickoff show. Tune in for that. Earlier tonight, we had our Browns breakdowns as well with our young friend, um, Sam Britton down there in Texas. Thanks Sam for providing a great show as as you always do. All right, folks, take care. Go Browns. This is the Johnny Cleveland podcast. See ya. And Oh, I got to remember. I always tell you this, you know what I'm going to tell you, right? Yeah. You do. Remember to keep smiling. See ya.